Welcome to the $100 MBA show because when it comes to your business, if you're not growing, you're dying. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And today's episode is a must-read episode. On our must-read episodes, I share with you a book that has greatly influenced me, has greatly impacted me as an entrepreneur, as a person. I share with you its insights and its takeaways and why you should read it too. Today's must-read is an oldie but a goodie, Unlimited Power by Anthony Robbins, also known as Tony Robbins. This book originally was published in 1986, and it was probably one of Tony's biggest successes. It's a huge international bestseller, and even though it's marketed as a self-improvement book, most of the takeaways, most of what you learn in this book can be applied to your business. And again, we say this all the time, if you're improving, your business is improving because, hey, you're the leader of the business. You're steering the ship. Now, a lot of people love Tony Robbins, but some people, they just seem as some motivational guy. And they just feel like, huh, maybe he's just not my cup of tea. Well, I'm asking you, if you're turned off by the whole motivational thing, maybe you think it's a little too woo-woo or a little bit not practical, I want you to look past that in today's episode, just for a moment, because I'm going to pull away all the great nuggets and show you that, in fact, a lot of what Tony teaches is very practical. It just so happens that Tony is a great showman as well. Now, I read this book for the first time about 15 years ago, but I've reread it over and over a whole bunch of times. So what I'll do today is share with you the nuggets that have stuck with me all my life that has really helped me and give you a few reasons why you should pick up this book and read it for yourself. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is brought to you by Longtail Pro, a step-by-step system to help you quickly discover thousands of profitable, easy-to-rank keywords for almost any niche. Visit longtailpro.com slash MBA and use coupon code MBA for a free trial and 30% off your subscription forever. Again, that's longtailpro.com slash MBA and use code MBA. I'm going to jump right into it and share with you the three ideas that kind of make up this book. These are kind of the reoccurring thoughts or concepts that come up in this book over and over again. And I think it's done on purpose to drill it home. Let me give you those three concepts, those three ideas first, and then we'll break down all the insights. Number one, he defines what ultimate power is. Ultimate power is to have the ability to get what you want out of life, but at the same time, create value and happiness for others. I know it sounds very sunshine and rainbows, but Tony really believes if you want to be truly happy in life, it happens when you give to others and you make others happy. So again, he defines ultimate power as just getting what you want out of life while helping others in the process. The second concept or idea in this book is action or actions are what produces success. And he gives you examples after examples of how certain people have been successful Not because they had great ideas, not because they were talented, not because they were born with it, because they did certain actions to get there. Now, the reason why he's drilling this home is to let you know, hey, if you know what those actions are, you could be successful too. So keep reading. And concept number three, and this one was a little of a heavy one, but I kind of grasped it and really thought it was a mind shift for me. 
And that idea is nothing has meaning until you give it meaning. And one of the examples that kind of come to mind is Christmas, for example. You might love Christmas. Why do you love Christmas? Well, you gave it meaning at some point in your life. You celebrated it in some way and gave it meaning. To you, it means family. It means warmth with the loved ones in your life. It means sharing, gift-giving. These are all the meanings behind why you love Christmas or why you celebrate Christmas. You might have spiritual or religious reasons behind it as well. But the point here is, at some point, you gave it meaning. You internalize it and said to yourself at some point, I like Christmas because of these reasons. You gave it meaning. So those are the three basic ideas of this book. Now, I want to give you a few takeaways. These are just kind of little nuggets that I got from this book that are kind of like, oh, that's a good way to think about things, or wow, I never thought of it that way. He says, the way we communicate with others and with ourselves ultimately determines the quality of our lives. I'm going to let that sit for a moment. The way we talk to others, the way we communicate with others, the way we interact with others, and with ourselves, the things we tell ourselves, the way we treat ourselves, the way we, you know, kind of view ourselves when we look ourselves in the mirror— physically and metaphorically, this shapes the quality of our life. If we want to be positive and happy, then we should be positive and happy with other people and ourselves. Another way to look at this is, what role are you playing in this world? Are you playing the role of the Grinch? Are you playing the role of the mopey person that doesn't want to live life to its fullest? Or are you playing the role of who you want to be? Do you communicate with others the way you want to be perceived. This is incredibly powerful and it empowers you. It makes you feel like, hey, I have the control of the way I perceive life or the way I enjoy life by taking ownership of the way I communicate with others and with myself. Number two, this is a huge one. How you feel is not a result of what's happening in your life. It's a result of your interpretation of what's happening in life. So how you feel is not what's happening right now in your world, when you have something good that happens to you, something bad that happens to you, it's the way you interpret what's happening. This is like him saying perception is reality. Your perception of what's happening is really your own reality. So if something happens, when something happens to you in life, good, bad, mediocre, whatever, you have to ask yourself, how am I going to interpret this? What does this mean for me? You have to remember, you have a choice the way you interpret what's happening around you. Here's a simple example. You're going out for a run and it starts raining. That's what happened in your life, right? How you interpret that is really your reality, how your life is. You can either interpret it and say, man, it's raining, this stinks. The one time I get to go out and go for a run, it starts raining. This is horrible. I'm going to have to wash these clothes when I get home. I got to watch out for puddles. Boy, this is a horrible day. That's one interpretation. Another interpretation will be like, Wow, it's raining. When's the last time I got to run in the rain and feel free? This is like my own little Rocky montage here. Oh, look, there's a puddle. Let me jump into it. I haven't done that in ages since I was a kid. Oh, my socks are wet. I'll just throw them in the washing machine when I get home. It's going to take me two seconds to clean up. Let me just enjoy the moment. Two different interpretations. And the reality is it's two different lives. That person is living a different life all because they chose how they want to interpret their reality. Number three, this one is huge, okay? Um, all these are great, but this one was kind of shattered my life a little bit, kind of made me rethink a lot of things. In order to reach an extraordinary quality of life, 
you need to consistently put yourself in a state that supports you and your achievements. What that means is if you want to achieve certain goals, if you want to be something different, then you need to be in an environment that supports that. You need to be around the right people. You need to do the right things. You need to remove the temptations that prevent you from getting to those goals. You need to be around positive energy. You need to do everything in your power to make it easier for you to achieve those goals. This is so important. If I'm addicted to sugar, it may not be a good idea for me to take a part-time job at Cinnabon, right? I can't put myself in a situation that's not going to help me. So if you're in a situation that's not helping you achieve your goals, the first thing you need to do is change that situation. You need to change your environment. That might mean you moving from your current city. That might mean changing the people around you, like your friends, maybe even kind of dissing yourself from some negative people in your family. This is not easy, but it's essential. Here's another takeaway. He challenges you with a statement. He says, ask yourself this question. What would I attempt to do if I knew I could not fail? This is a hypothetical question that you should ask yourself. What would I attempt to do if I knew I could not fail? This opens up opportunities in your mind. This makes you think a little bigger. Most of us, if I just ask the question, what would you attempt to do if you could do anything you like? Automatically, our head kind of shuts off a whole bunch of possibilities because of that fear of failure. But if I said to you, if you knew for sure that you cannot fail, what would you do? Then it's like, whoa, in that case, I would love to do this. I would love to start that. I would love to be a part of this. That's the point. Now, he's not saying that you're not going to fail if you attempt these things, but it's a good starting point. It's a good place to start to think about, hey, what would I do? You have a limited time on this earth. How do you want to spend it? So you might as well think about what would you do if you could not fail? That's why you hear the advice all the time. Do what you love because even if you fail, even if you don't make a fortune with it, at least you live a life doing what you love instead of being miserable every single day as you clock in and clock out of work. And here is one more huge insight that I got from this book. Beliefs can be the most powerful forces in creating a life that you love, to creating good in your life. What we believe really shapes our life. If you believe you don't deserve a good life, you don't deserve to have high achievement in your area of expertise, you don't deserve to have the house you've always wanted, if you believe that, it's going to be very hard for you to achieve the opposite. How are you going to convince yourself to do the things you need to get there if in your core you believe that you shouldn't have it, you shouldn't get to those goals? And beliefs can go on forever. We have all these beliefs in our heart, in our minds. And basically what he's saying is that beliefs prevent us or allow us to achieve what we want. If Steve Jobs didn't believe that he can create the future of the phone, which became the smartphone, then there would be no iPhone. If he believed, oh no, phones are supposed to be just for calling and, you know, standard buttons. Who am I to create the next thing? You know, I'm just some guy trying to run a company. No, he didn't have those beliefs. In fact, he had the opposite beliefs and therefore he produced a revolution. He produced innovations that none of us could have predicted. Your beliefs will prevent you or enable you to achieve what you want. I love that idea because it makes you examine what do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about the world around you? What do you believe about what's possible? It's a great exercise of self-examination.
Guys, I got more on today's topic, on today's must-read, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Payroll and benefits are hard, especially for a small business. You don't have the time to be an expert in things like taxes and regulation. And old-school payroll providers just aren't built for the way you work today. Luckily, Gusto is making payroll benefits and HR easy for small businesses. PC Mag and Fit Small Business have called Gusto the best payroll for small businesses. Gusto makes payroll a breeze. In fact, 9 out of 10 users say Gusto is easier to use than the other payroll solutions. Not to mention, 72% of customers spend less than 5 minutes to run payroll. Talk about saving time. And 4 out of 5 customers actually reduce payroll errors after switching to Gusto. This one I like because you don't want to mess with your employees' money. But don't take Gusto's word for it. Google them. People love Gusto. I mean, how often do you actually love your payroll provider? You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great services for your team. Focus on your business, not payroll and paperwork. And to help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time deal. Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash MBA. Again, to get three months free when you run your first payroll, just go to gusto.com slash MBA. All right, I want to wrap up today's must-read episode, Unlimited Power by Anthony Robbins. There's so many insights in this book, you just got to open the book up with an open mind. I share with you a lot of my favorite insights, but there's so many more. I'm going to choose you with one last one so you can be encouraged to pick up the book and read it yourself. Tony believes there's six fundamental characteristics we need to build in ourselves to be able to achieve what we want. These are the six things that we need to have. It's kind of the motor that gives us the ability to take action, to do the things to achieve our goals. Now, I don't want to give away these six. You're going to have to read the book yourself, but I'll give you the first one. And he says it's called passion, but really what he means is energy. And I want to use the word energy just because passion's been completely overused and misused. But really what Tony's saying is that you have to have the energy, emotionally, spiritual, physical energy to be able to pull off what you need to pull off to get where you want to get to. If you don't eat right, you're not going to have the energy. If you don't sleep right, you're not going to get the right energy. If you don't have the right positive outlook on life and you pick yourself up when you have a bad day like we talked about on Friday, then you're not going to make it. You need that energy that keeps renewing itself, that passion like he calls it. There's five more. Pick up the book and find out what they are along with tons of other insights in Unlimited Power. We'll put a link to the book in today's show notes. If you go to 100mba.net slash MBA1018. Thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. If you don't want to miss an episode, if you want to make sure you have access to our archive episodes, over a thousand episodes, hit subscribe by hitting subscribe on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast. You get exclusive access to all our archives as well as you never miss an episode. They download automatically to your device. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. I would consider this book, Unlimited Power, a little bit outside the box. It's personal development, And it goes beyond than just business. But man, when I learned these concepts, it really made me rethink a lot of things in my business, how I train my employees, how I can shape a better company because I'm shaping a better person myself. And everything starts with you because you're the leader of the business. So a better you is a better business. All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.